you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Today I have the privilege of sharing my conversation with my friend Priscilla Good and we had such a refreshing conversation about different seasons of life, uh, seasons of motherhood and of business and just how you can find freedom and rest even in the busy times of life. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the show Priscilla. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes, me too. Okay. So uh, Priscilla, I would love for you to share with us a little bit about your family to start off. Okay. So I am from um, Pennsylvania, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And uh, my husband Arnold and I have been married for six years. We have two children. Uh, my son is four. And then we have a daughter who just turned two and we're expecting our third baby in January. So my husband actually just started his own business, um, doing home services and handyman services. Um, and I am other than doing my lemongrass spa business, I am home. So that's been awesome for me. Yes. And now how long, I know that of course you are part of Lemongrass Spa as am I, and how long have you been with the company? Um, I actually was just thinking about that yesterday in November, November 1st, it's going to be four years. Wow. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so funny story, Priscilla and I have a fun story about how we met. So (laughs) we, of course, everybody who's in direct sales, everybody looks forward to national conference every year. And a couple years ago, what was it? Two years ago, three years ago. It would have been my first conference. So it would have been three years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So a few years ago, we were headed to Denver for mm-hmm. our national conference and it was my first time going. It was Priscilla's first time going. And I did not yet have a roommate before going to conference. <laughs> and so I put it out there on the conference event page, you know, is anybody looking for this is, I mean, this is a little bit out of my comfort zone, but I needed somewhere to stay. I didn't want to get my own hotel room. So I said, does anybody have an extra spot in their room for a little old me? (laughs) And very sweetly Priscilla said, yes, we have, there's three of us and we have an extra spot if you'd like it. And I'm like, sure. Sounds good. I remember my dad was like, you're going to stay in a room with three strangers. I'm like, (laughs) first of all, it's for like two or three nights. It's not that big of a deal. Second of all, I feel like I already, you know, the, all these girls are great. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and it was, it was fine. So I show up to, I fly there. I show up to the, I think it was the transportation hub where you got the, where we jumped on the little railway or whatever. It is oh yeah. I think I remember that. Yes. Yes. And I, you know, stand, I'm standing there at like the bus stop or whatever it was, the subway stop. And there are these girls there and we start talking because we could tell that we were all from the same company and, and mm-hmm. I find out they're my roommates. And so that was kind of fun. <laughs> like, Oh, here they are. We 
got to know each other right off the bat as soon as we got to Denver. And so we got to the hotel, got settled in, and we just had the greatest weekend. It was so much fun. And we got to know each other, lots of talking, lots of laughing, lots of sharing stories with each other. And I really am thankful for that first year and for those girls. And we're still, all four of us are also good friends today. And so it's really fun to see how we have come from our first, our very first conference, it was my very first lemongrass event, you know, at all. And I know Priscilla's too. And so it was just great to um, have that connection right from the start from our businesses and just to see where all of us have, have gone in our businesses since then. It's just so amazing to see. I, it, it's just, I'll never forget that weekend. It was so great. <laughs> I think it's hilarious because I had never done anything like that before. Like I had never gone and like roomed with people that I didn't know. And I think like back then I didn't even know how bad that could have went. You know what I mean? Yes. Like since then, since then I've had different experiences, like not necessarily just with our conference, but you know, just staying other places, you know, with roommates or whatever. And I'm like, Oh my word. Like uh, <laughs> this, this could be really awful. <laughs> yes. It could have easily uh, been, but it, it was awesome. Yes. It could have easily been a terrible experience. <laughs> But ours was great. I'm glad yeah. you feel the same way because I felt yeah. like it was great. So. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> no, it was so much fun and very memorable, but you're right. It could have gone so many different ways. <laughs> All right. So how did you, so you've been with Lemongrass for four years. How did you find Lemongrass? How did you join? How did you discover Lemongrass? Yes. So um, actually when I discovered Lemongrass, I was living in Montana. That's where my husband and I got married. I lived in Montana for five years. I think we lived in Montana for about two and a half years of our married life. Um, and I got an invitation from one of my church ladies, um, to this lemongrass spa, like spa party. And I, up to that point had been like, I always enjoy going to parties, like for the social aspect. And when I say parties, like, I mean, direct sales parties, um, for the social aspect and I love all the games and, you know, whatever. And it was, it was fine, but I always kind of had this, um, I was really, I was kind of snobby, like to the whole direct <laughs> sales thing, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so the thing that drew me into lemongrass, honestly, was the picture on the postcard hmm. um, and what it was talking about, you know, the natural ingredients. And um, I think the postcard has something about that we were going to do like a foot soak or something. And I was like, wow, like this isn't your average direct sales party. Like you're going to go and actually feel pampered. Um, and I was like six months postpartum, I think at that point. Um, and so anything like, you know, pampering or anything, I was like, oh yes, I'm in. So I actually had forgotten about it. And then I think my mom called me, she's like, are you going? And I was like, oh yeah, let's go together. So we ended up going and it was such a fun day. And I feel like the thing that struck me the most was like the different age of women that were there. Mm -hmm. Like there were, I think the youngest was eight and the oldest was like in her sixties mm -hmm. and everybody had so much fun. Like we did, we did actually different aspects of the spa that day. Um, but I was impressed with, um, I was actually, I think the thing that impressed me the most was like, I really loved their branding. Um, and, um, their stuff actually smelled good, which was important to me. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't like really on the whole crunchy bandwagon up till that point, but I knew that it was like a better option. Um, so I still want to be conscious about ingredients and stuff, but that is how I, found lemongrass. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so you joined and mm -hmm. it's, you have had so many amazing accomplishments since you joined and just, I love seeing your name on all of our recognition <laughs> announcements and things like that. And it's been just so amazing to see your journey go from, Hmm. Oh yeah. I forgot about this party. I need to go <laughs> to, <laughs> 
Here I am. So um, I know there's been so many things. I know one is um, 100,000 in career volume past that. And um, also Lemongrass Lady of the Year, which is our highest, uh, it's our highest recognition in, a, in the company. And every year at our conference, our founder chooses handpicks one person to be the representation of the company basically for the year. And um, I know the, the year Priscilla won that it was the year after our conference where we met. And I, I remember just bawling my eyes out because oh. I'm like, there is nobody more deserving than Priscilla. She is so sweet. Mm-hmm. She just gives back to her community. She loves her customers. She takes great care of them. And so, um, and so now you are an executive director, senior executive director, correct? Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. I just love that so much. And your team adores you. I know that. And I do too, but <laughs> I know that you work very hard and you work very intentionally on your business but that doesn't mean that you're just obsessed with it all the time at all. Cause you have a busy life. You have two kids, mm-hmm. you're pregnant. That just takes up so much mental space. I know. And so tell us a little bit about how you like, what's a weekly snapshot of your business. Like how is your week to week schedule? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I feel like this is something that can be really um, like, I was never in direct sales up until lemongrass. And honestly, like this, ha- being a leader in lemongrass has been really intimidating for me because I see, uh, well, and plus I, I know that I struggle with comparing myself with others. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so easy to look at other successful leaders in our company, not only in our company, but I feel like at, in direct sales, we often follow other business leaders, you know, on social media and all that stuff. And it's so easy to compare ourselves with what we see their week looking like, you know, um, and again, it's normally the best outtakes that you see anyway, but anyway, Mm -hmm. so I don't feel like I have, um, I do have some things that I do like every single week, which I feel like really help. But I will say that I've had to really hold open hands because my seasons change. And so my business has to be flexible with that, which is nice that it's able to do that. But, um, kind of what a week looks like for me is honestly, I save most of my business work for Wednesdays. Um, because that's the day that my children go to a sitter. We have um, an awesome family that they go to every week. Um, and they're there from like nine to five. So it is a long day. They love it. Um, we've been doing that for probably three years. Um, and so that's the day when I do the stuff that's really hard for me to do when my kids are home. And so one thing that has really helped me is somebody um, that I follow on social media. She talks a lot about productivity and stuff. Felicia Masonheimer is her name for anybody else who wants to follow somebody that has great content. Um, she talks a lot about being intentional with your time, like when your children are home or even awake. Um, she's like, do not do the things that you can't do when your children are awake while your children are sleeping. So, you know, let's say my son doesn't take a nap anymore, but my daughter, she still sleeps in the afternoon. Um, So I will not let myself do things like do the dishes or do the laundry or pick up the house or anything like that when she is sleeping. I will Mm do computer work, office work, whatever I need to do. But yes, most of my stuff is done on Wednesdays. And I would say I probably do things very differently as far as I don't do in-home parties, Mm -hmm. um, which I think it's amazing. Um, Like I said, I was a, I was a direct sales like newbie when I joined. So I had no idea that some companies are actually very picky with the way that their like people 
do their marketing and all, and all that stuff. Some companies really discourage online presence, which mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in 2020 <laughs> discourages online that has presence. Changed. That has absolutely changed. <laughs> they're all <for> like, <laughs> they're all like, we're sorry, um, we changed our minds. Like, <laughs> yes, go online. We love something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. I have actually utilized um, social media a lot, and but anyway, I feel like I might be getting ahead of your question that you asked. So no, I'll, no, I'll... that's great. No, I love that that you are that you do that for yourself and for your family. Mm-hmm. That you find you arranged somewhere for your children to go once a week. Mm-hmm. That is so so helpful. I know that in my own life, with my kids being in school three days a week, that is it's life-changing, honestly. And so the things that, you know, I could have done that I, or that I can do now, such Mm -hmm. as this podcast, things that I can do now, I could not have done even a year ago, even six months ago when we're all at home, there's no way I could have done something like this. And so you just have to, sometimes being in direct sales is realizing, okay, that is not something I can handle at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't, it'll happen down the road if you wanted to, but don't feel the pressure, like you said, to do all the things because not every, not everybody's doing all the things. Mm -hmm. You just see what they're doing. So Yes. I love that you do that. And it's like you said, the kids love it. They're Mm -hmm. getting so much, they're having so much fun because when they see mom who's stressed all the time, that's not healthy either. So Mm -hmm. I love that you do that and send them away. And I feel, I know that on the days where my kids are at school, I feel so much more productive. And I know that Wednesdays for you is, is that you feel so Mm -hmm. much more productive and wow, I feel so accomplished. I missed my kids and here they are. (laughs) Yay. And so I love that so much. That's such a such a good thing for, for you to realize and to do for yourself and, and all that. So you don't do in-home parties, but you have done, I know in the past, really special events though, in-home events for your local customers. So tell us about those that you've done. Yes. So I feel like part of the reason that my, um, oh, how would you say that my business looks different is because that's just kind of, I, I like to do what I would enjoy as a customer. Mm-hmm. And so for me, a lot of times I don't really enjoy like anymore anyway, um, unless it's a product that I really love and I really know the hostess well and all that stuff. I don't really enjoy going to in-home parties all that much. And I know everybody's different. Um, but what I do love is a party where there's, or a party or whatever, an event an experience where there's more attention on each maybe individual guest. Um, that's what I like to go to. So that's what I try to create for my customers. So there's been times in the past where I will do like a special pampering day. So I will actually, and normally I do this once, once a year as like a, a thank you for my customers and like, Hey, this is a day where you can actually come out and we can spend time together. I'll pamper you. Um, if you decide to place an order, all the orders are going to go into like a mystery hostess party. Um, but today's about you. And I actually try to be, I, I found the biggest thing with these events is getting people to commit and actually come. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I do time slots. Like I'll mm-hmm. do like little pampering time slots and be like, Hey, this is the times I have available. Which time would you like and actually have an actual reservation? Um, and that's not like, there's no cost to, to these people for doing this. Um, so I'll actually, I have a sister that has an Airbnb. And um, so I, that's actually what I used for the one pampering day that I have. I'm just like talking about the last one that I did. 
Um, and so I had people come, they had a special time slot and they were able to pick like if they wanted to be pampered with a foot spa, uh, with a facial, or if they wanted to have like a, a 20 to 30 minute, like mini makeup class, um, where I would like do their makeup or help them do their makeup. Um, and we talk about that. So that was really fun. My customers loved that. And a lot of them ended up placing, you know, pretty large orders. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel like, um, if you can make your customers feel valued and special, um, it adds value to even the products that you're offering them. So obviously that's not something that I offer a lot. Um, it's normally a once a year type of thing. And I haven't, I don't think I've offered anything like that this year, just because of mm -hmm. obviously all the things that have been going on. Yeah. Uh, but that is something that I have done in the past that as far as in-home stuff goes. I love that. And I've seen your posts about it that you've done and you know, advertising the event and it just, it makes me want to come. <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds like so dreamy. I want to be there. <laughs> and so I love that you do that for your customers. And like you said, you're making them feel valued and special. They're not just a customer, they're a friend and they're, they, you really truly care about helping them make healthier choices for their products and just making them feel pampered and beautiful. And every woman needs that deep mm -hmm. down. We all need that. We all need time away. <laughs> Whether we realize it or not, we all need time away and we all need to feel valued and special. So I love that you do that. Now, um, back to, I had talked about your honor of being Lemongrass Lady of the Year a couple of years ago. And you, the next year, it is customary for Lemongrass Lady of the Year to give a speech. And the following year, oh my goodness, well, your speech, I should uh, <laughs> post it somehow in the show notes of the YouTube video of your speech, but your speech had us all in tears. And I would love for you to just sum up you know, where you came from, because the beginning speech, you talked about like where you were, you know, the year before and how you had grown that year. So just share a little about that. I would love, I think it's a great message for all women to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I, um, I had gone into, like I, my business had made so many fast transitions. Like I kind of coming out of the gate, it just took off for me. And so it was exciting. Like I, I didn't even really have any time to stress out about anything. Cause I was just like, Oh my word, I can hardly keep up with all of these new people coming onto my team and all of these parties. Like I, I was giving parties to my downline because I was so overwhelmed. I was like, I just can't do this. And so I didn't even really have time to stop and consider that there might come a time when that's not going to be the norm. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, every promotion that came, I was like, oh, well, I guess this is so exciting. But I actually almost didn't even have time to celebrate each individual one because it was mm -hmm. so crazy. Um, but then, you know, my business again, took another transition. I had another child, um, and I started facing challenges and being like, oh my goodness. Like, I felt like I had some time to stop and think and be like, oh, oh my word. Like, what if this all fails and what if I fail And here? And up till that point I had been getting a lot of recognition, you know, from lemongrass as a company, um, and being very, um, celebrated and awarded, you know, and I feel like the Lord used that time to show me, um, some things that I really use to, um, to base my identity on. Mm -hmm. And I also started seeing the dangers of how dependent we can become on that. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially which, and this is something like in the direct sales industry, you, it's hard. Well, and I feel like Heidi and Brian do a wonderful job of recognizing people more than just for their numbers and, you know, all that different stuff. But as a rule, 
um, you know, when you're seeing month end celebrations and all of these different things, the things that you're seeing and the things that you're seeing being celebrated are things like numbers and adding people and, you know, all of these things. But sometimes the other stuff goes uncelebrated. And so I felt like there was like this addiction in me to like recognition mm -hmm. and it was almost, it, it was unhealthy. And I feel like it's probably a struggle for a lot of leaders. Um, so I had to come to a place in my business and I still, I mean, it's not just a once and done thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had to come to the place in my business where all, where I had to become very practical and realize like, okay, yes, it feels so amazing to be celebrated. And I, I kind of come from a season in my life that was really difficult. Um, and I was still like walking through that. So to be in a place where I felt like really celebrated and it was just amazing. And like all of these good things were happening. It was almost like an escape, but it was kind of a stressful escape. So I knew that I still had to work really hard mm -hmm. to get that, to get that feeling, you know? Um, but I had to come to a place where I had to get really practical with, okay, like what is, the point of life. And I know that sounds like super dramatic. I'm like, this <laughs> no. is just direct sales. Like, why do you have to make such this huge deal out of it, you know, and over spiritualize it and whatever. But for me, it was literally, I had to stop and be like, listen, like these awards and even the money, like that was a big deal for me because I was not used to making that kind of money. Mm -hmm. And it actually made me feel guilty. Like it was something that I have had to work through. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember coming to the place where I'm like, okay, like, yes, this stuff feels nice and there's nothing wrong with the words and, you know, all of these things, but what am I placing my value in, like my worth in? And in the long run, like this life is so temporary mm -hmm. and, you know, at the end of my life, and I remember talking about this a little bit in my speech, I'm like, you know, when I think of, and I know, like I said, this is like super dramatic, but this is what was going through no, my head. No, like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was like at the end of my life, you know, let's say, you know, at the end of my life, I'm, I'm in you know, on my deathbed, like the most important things to me at that moment is not going to be, you know, my lemongrass awards. Like I'm not going to want to be surrounded by those. It, it can, it's not only lemongrass, it's other things too. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of my life, like I can't, you know, put my bank account in my pocket and take it with me or, you know, but it's like, if, if my children are there and I know, and my husband, and I know that like, I, I serve them well. And not only that, like, it's not all about serving them either. It's about that relationship mm -hmm. and, um, to know that I was there for them and like that they want to be there for me in, in those last moments, you know, like that's, what's important. And like I said, I know that that can be a really dramatic example, but it's real life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've also really had to realize that life really goes in seasons and there are seasons of celebration. Um, but then there's also seasons. And we, we heard about this in our last conference was that life so often goes in seasons, just like nature does. So, you know, we need those seasons of spring and winter and autumn and, um, summer, you know, in order to keep a healthy cycle of life. Mm -hmm. Um, so those were just kind of some of my thoughts that went into, um, that speech. But honestly, looking back, I feel like it was something like I was overwhelmed afterwards with people coming up to me and telling me that they resonated with it. And honestly, I ended up concluding like, wow, okay. Cause that speech, I sat down and wrote it. So I mm -hmm. feel like, I feel like it was um, maybe a message that the Lord wanted me to share with others. And I just want, I don't know. I just feel like it was something special that God had for lemongrass and it wasn't 
necessarily me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah. No, I agree. That was it was a very very moving speech, and everything you said was so spot on. And I just it was it was a very special moment that a lot of us will remember forever. So uh, so yeah. So I'm so glad that you were able to just like you said, the Lord just allowed you just to be honest and just share your thoughts and feelings. Cause a lot of times people think like, Oh, when you become a leader, everything's just walk in the park. It's cakewalk. No, we have so many struggles too in our own heads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's often they're almost more, more, it's just, you know, mm -hmm. okay. You know, my team, you know, I have this many yeah. on my team and how am I going to serve them today? And I can't serve them and my family. And how am I going to do this? And, you know, it's, it's doesn't go away with, you know, achieving a different promotion and, you know, a higher promotion. Yeah. It actually almost is more because you just have so many people looking up to you and you, but don't look at me. I don't want, don't look at me. I'm not doing anything special, you know? <laughs> Sorry. I'm not yeah. inspiring today. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Come back next month and we'll try again, but we, we all have our days and I think just a leader is somebody who recognizes that and who can, you know, show their team that, Hey, this is, this is me. I'm not perfect. You know, mm -hmm. you're not perfect. We're all doing this together. It's great. And it's just such a growing experience. And so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. I just, I love what you had to share with us as a company. So what are some other things that you've found in your business that have helped you be successful? Um, honestly, I feel like this is something that I've really had to work through, especially in the last year, um, even of redefining what success means for me. And this is another great resource. Uh, I kind of came to the end of my rope, like I would say beginning of the year, um, and being at a place where I would be, I would like cry to my husband and be like, hon, like, do I need to just quit? Like, is this taking over my life? Like, I remember laying awake at night and being like, would my life be so much better without lemongrass? Or like, mm. you know, it's God trying to tell me to quit because I'm so miserable. And like, I was so stressed out and exactly what you mentioned about the team part, um, having mm. people look up to you and feeling like you're not worthy of that. Like that, mm. that was huge for me. And it still is. Um, but I actually reached out to somebody, um, her name is Ashley Nicole on Facebook. Um, and she comes from a place of major corporate success. And I mean, she had a thriving business and, um, and she's a dedicated Christian and she kind of came to a place in her life where it was kind of like a breaking point. And she's like, she knew she needed a change. And so she developed, um, I shouldn't even say developed. Like she just, if you would know her, you'd know what I mean. Like she's nothing about formulas or anything like that. <laughs> she's just a very spirit filled woman who walks with the Lord. And so she talked about, um, working from a place of rest. So she, she calls it like a rest intensive or, um, working from a place of rest or resting from work, you know, whatever you want to call it. And, um, so I feel like the biggest thing that has helped me in the last year with, with all of that, and even just the fear of being a failure as a leader has been, um, well, one of the things that she said that really helped me is that a good leader is really just a safe place for people to fail. And I was like, Oh my word, like my eyes have been opened because that is like, when I think back to when I started with lemongrass, I remember Donna, my, um, she was a couple levels above me. Um, but I remember her just 
you know, reaching out when she was like, wow, your numbers are amazing. And you know, all this stuff that I, I also felt like she was somebody that I could be like, okay, I'm freaking out. Like, what if this goes bad? And she would always just encourage me. Like, it wasn't like she was there every month, like saying, Hey, Priscilla, it's time for our monthly check-in. Like, how mm -hmm. are you doing? And Oh, by the way, have you implemented this idea that I gave you? Like there was none of that. And that's often how I feel like I need to be reaching out to my team and being like, Hey, these are my thoughts. Like I just had this vision for you and here it is. <laughs> but instead it's like allowing people that, that safe place to explore what it is that God has uniquely put into them and letting them try that. And just being that person that's like, I believe in, you know, who God has made you to be. Mm -hmm. And I believe in God in you. And so I feel like the things that I learned through that rest intensive and she, she does it like, it's kind of like a group style, but she also does one-on-one um, -on -one coaching then each week. And it's like a four week kind of thing. Um, but I felt like it really made me get to the core of the fact that if I am not healthy as an individual, my business isn't going to be healthy either. And also, and also coming to the place where I wasn't afraid of the Lord changing my season. Like I was so afraid of going through a season of like, okay, like not recruiting or not having the greatest numbers and, you know, all of these things, or even a season where it was like lemon grass isn't the right thing for us anymore. I was so terrified of that. But I feel like as individuals, we all need to come to that place where we're like, life is so much more than business. This is something that is a part of our lives, you know, but it's not, it's not the point. Um, so I felt like it came to a lot more of a healthier place, realizing that actually the stress in my life is not from lemongrass. It is from the things inside of me that I need to be working through and actually talking to the Lord about and then letting him, like, I always felt weird, like praying about my business, which is, it's so dumb. Like, I just felt like, okay, this feels weird. Like, and I think part of it was because I was so stressed out. I was like worried that the reason I was feeling that way was because God didn't want me to do lemongrass anymore. So I always felt kind of like, oh my word, like, what if I pray about this? And he's like, don't, why are you wasting your time? Like, I just want you to quit. But I, I feel like that has changed a lot for me. Um, and working in my business from a place of rest instead of this place of like, oh my word, I have to hit all my numbers and all of these different things. But instead, I, I honestly can say like, I'm having fun again in my business. And I, I don't, I don't mean like in the last six months, I mean like in the last probably three months <laughs> and I feel more rested and my numbers have been amazing. And it's been, and I even remember saying to Ashley, I'm like, I just decided like, I am not, I'm just going to do my lady of the month show, which is a mystery host show that I do. And I'm not going to do parties for people right now because mm -hmm. I don't want to. And that gave me a lot of freedom. But anyway, I feel like I'm right. Yes. <laughs> no, that's great. And like you said, it gives you a lot of freedom when you make those decisions that you think might hurt your business or might hurt your family or hurt your team or whatever. Those are actually the ones that you find do create that freedom and that space for you to do other things or to fulfill your life in other ways that maybe are outside of direct sales. And we all need those breaks and that rest. And I love that so much. That's so awesome. And you're right. It is not, it is not silly to pray about your business. Those of you who are listening, please dedicate your businesses to the Lord and not in a cheesy way and not in a yeah. you know, very shallow way. Like, Oh, if I do this, it's not a magic formula at all. Right. But mm -hmm. if you truly, you know, 
care about, <laughs> you know, giving that to the Lord, then he hears that and he knows that. And he knows the desires of our heart and he knows how much we love our businesses and how much we love our customers and treasure those relationships and our team members and all that. And he knows that. And he, he will, he will lead us to those places of rest and those places of freedom where we can find, you know, find our groove again, which is sometimes we just need to reset and yeah. it's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And like you said, there's nothing wrong, even taking a step back. If you decide that, you know, your company or direct sales in general is not for you at this time, there is nothing wrong with stepping back with that and, and, and discovering, rediscovering who you are. Cause it's different seasons call for different different things. So, so what, let's see, you have a baby due in January. What are you planning on doing when your baby comes? Like, how is your business going to change? How's that, gonna, how's that season going yes. to be different for you? I mean, of course, I mean, I think you did have your daughter when you were in lemongrass, correct? Yes. Okay. So yes. you've been through this before. So mm -hmm. you kind of know a little bit. So how is your, how is your business? How do you anticipate it changing in the next couple months? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, I do feel thankful that like the baby's due in January. We're having a boy, by the way. Um, the baby's due in January. And so like our trip incentive period, which is another thing that I've just held with open hands. And I've had to learn that um, if earning a trip actually damages your business in the long run, because you're like dead at the end, like lying there writhing from stress, um, then it's not a good thing to do. Um, but the trip incentive goes through the end of February. And so we're also in like the hottest selling season. So I feel like right now I'm just having fun and I am just Great. building my numbers and building my team as I can, you know? Um, but then January I'm due January 15th. I have not gone early up to this point. So I'm kind of expecting that he'll come like two to three days after my due date, like my other <laughs> two have, but who knows? Um, so I feel like I have that, first two weeks of the month to do my business stuff. And that's often when I do my mystery hosted show anyway. Um, and I do, I do one of those a month. So I feel like that is going, and as much as I can do right now, as far as recruiting and sales, I'm, I'm doing it. Um, mm -hmm. and again, not in like a way that's stressful, but more just like, I'm just having fun exploring new stuff. Um, but I, I think exactly what you said that is important is like to be thinking ahead and actually planning for it. So I know that I don't want to be doing much in January after he's born. Um, and even like the first two weeks in February, I don't want to be doing anything, but that's the beauty of it is like, we have the whole month and I have so many customers who do random reorders. So, you know, another option I, I would have is to, you know, when I do my mystery host show in February, maybe instead of doing my normal, I do like a texting campaign and record new videos every month, maybe instead of doing that, you know, I can just do um, a link, which I never do. Like I never have my customers just go to my link and order. Um, but um, if I do have that, you know, that's something that I can do as well. So honestly, I'm not real stressed about it at this point. Um, but I do feel good about the fact that I have like two weeks in each month that I can still work my business. So, um, I think it's going to be planning ahead. Project broadcast is great for that, by the way, because I can schedule a lot of that out. Oh, that's like a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> it, it really is. It oh, really is. I love that project has, broadcast. That has changed my business. I did three parties this month, which by the way, like that's another thing where I was like this month, I'm like, Oh, we kind of like somebody reached out and was like, Hey, would you do a party for me? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. 
then I open it up to my customers. I'm like, hey, I have this template anyway. If anybody else wants to do a party this month, like speak now. And I had two other women. The parties were amazing. And Great. I used the same template for all yes. three of them. So it was like push it out. It was so easy. My no wonder you're having fun. <laughs> my hostesses were in shock. Like they were in shock how easy it was. That's and amazing. I love it so much. Yes, Project Broadcast is an excellent resource. If you've never mm -hmm. looked into it, please look into it. I can put some more information in the show notes about that. But it is, yes, it's fantastic for any direct seller. And so that's what I love about our business too, is that like you said, we have such flexibility that, you know, if you are tied up the last two weeks of January and the first two weeks of February, and of course that's very fluid and it could change at any time. But let's say you are, fairly busy <laughs> those couple those four weeks you have so much freedom on either end to do other things and to keep your business going and keep it at a maintainable level and so I just love that so much I know um that and especially now that everybody's doing virtual that takes so much off our plates right now because we don't have you're not thinking okay when is going to be my time where I go back to in-home parties that's so oh, stressful yeah. what do I do with the baby mm -hmm. like do I <laughs> Yeah, How do I plan no. for that? You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Just do it from your house. It's great. Mm -hmm. So I just love it from your phone. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. While you're nursing in the middle of the night, it's going to be so, yes. it's going to be so great. And I just love that so much. I know I had my youngest when I was a consultant and I remember being so stressed about it. What am I going to do when she comes? How am I going to survive this? And it was great. And it was totally fine. And you just, you just make a plan before the baby comes and you just go with the flow. <laughs> Yeah. And you don't yeah. worry about it. Mm -hmm. And I, I communicate mostly with my customers through text message. Like that's pretty much, I mean, I would say 95% of how I communicate with my customers. And I was actually surprised how much I did after Glenn was born, like in that first week or two without it feeling like, um, this was a big deal or something, you know, without it feeling like, Oh my goodness, I feel so stressed that people are texting me. It was more like, that's something I could do while I was just sitting there, you know, with a sore butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that happens. <laughs> that is a factor <laughs> of postpartum for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it so much. I know. Yeah. And it's great. I love our, I love technology. I mean, I don't love technology, but I love mm -hmm. that we have <laughs> yes. technological options these days that we can go on project broadcast and send out a text within a few clicks, honestly. And it's so it makes it so easy and makes our life so much less stressful, especially as moms with young kids. It's this is a tough season, but it can be done. It can be done. And it is being done by lots of us. And you got this. If you're listening, you're like, I can't be a direct seller and be a mom, of small kids. Yes, you can do it. <laughs> I believe in you and Priscilla believes in you because we've done <laughs> it. We've been there. All right. So if you could give any advice or give your best advice to a new direct seller or somebody who's just really discouraged in their business right now, what would you mm -hmm. say to them? Oh, I would say to them what, what Ashley said to me, she said that, you know, in direct sales, it can feel easy to get lost in the sea, especially if you're selling the same product to somebody else. But she said, what your customers need from you is not your product. They need from you, you know, each person has this unique way that your spirit and the Lord's spirit are just working together and serving your customer. And you're the only person who is able to give that unique experience to your customer. And what you're going to find is that there's going to be some customers that don't need what you have to give. Like they don't 
they don't connect with the way you do business. And that's, that is great. That is fine. Yes, it's painful at times. And yes, it can feel like they're rejecting you personally, but they're not. Um, and yes, there are tacky ways to do business, but if you are staying true to who you are and who the Lord has made you to be, that is the person that your customers need. And they, they need you for more than just your product. And I feel like my, my goal in my business is I want to make each of my customers feel like they actually have a consultant, like somebody that they can ask questions. Um, and if you keep your, you know, serving your customer at the forefront of your mind and making it easier for them versus, you know, how, how much money can I make off of this person? Um, you know, I feel like that's a big part, but I know for me that really encouraged me was like, no, like my customers, even some of the customers aren't even going to realize it, but there's going to be something about you that when they reach out to you, whether it's through phone call or maybe you're doing in-home parties, they're going to feel ministered to. And it could be something as small as just the way that you serve them. But, you know, there's ways that you can minister to people without saying anything at all. And maybe even in ways you don't even realize it. But that is part of our privilege as business owners. We get to connect with so many people. And I feel like even just in the last six months, this whole thing has opened up to me, like as far as me even realizing that business is a way for me to get to know people. And, you know, I always kind of felt like, oh, what am I doing to really minister to people? But I feel like that gave me a lot of perspective as far as, you know, there might be things that I don't even realize that I'm doing that are blessing these people. So mm -hmm. one more thing that I would say that has been a huge, it's made me realize a lot of the ways, or it's made me realize why I think a lot of the way that I think is that, um, and obviously I'm speaking to believers here, um, but if you do not, if you do not believe in the goodness of God and the love that God has for you, like if you are not confident in that, that is going to shake everything else in your life. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, with praying about your business and, you know, all of these different things, if you don't believe that God is good and he has your best in mind, you're always going to struggle. And I'm speaking to myself here. You're always going to struggle with negativity and anxiety in your business and in your life. And I feel like, especially when we're struggling in our businesses, like, you know, with numbers and all of that, different things, all of those different things. Um, if we believe that God is good and he has our best in mind, we're not going to be there panicking and flailing and like the world is ending. We're going to have that calm sense of peace and assurance that God has my best in mind. Like, this is a lull right now, but I'm excited to see the way God is going to turn this around or maybe bring me into a new season. Mm -hmm. So that has been a huge thing for me that I have to work through every single day. And thank the Lord I'm married to like a 100% positive person uh, because I would not be able to do it without that. That's great. I love that. Yes. Yes. It's, it's easy to get discouraged and say, God, why are you letting me go through this hard time? But he's just preparing you for the next wonderful thing that's coming. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes have to go through those hard times. Well, we have to go through those hard times in order to see, you know, just, just to see just even more good that comes out of the next season. And so mm -hmm. I just love that, you know, you have that perspective. And like you said, it's a learning process. We're all experiencing that all mm -hmm. the time and mm -hmm. it really never ends. It just, we realize it more and more and we just lean into it more. So I just love that so much. Well, thank you so much for sharing about the different seasons in your life and how you've gone through them. And there's good and there's bad guys. There's just, you know, it's, it's all, it's all there. <laughs> it's not, it's not all cloud nine all the time for mm -hmm. sure. And it's, that's okay. That's okay. And that's how we come out better women and moms and direct sellers and 
-hmm. all that. So thank you so much for sharing with us today, Priscilla. I really yes. appreciate you coming on here and being a guest today. Oh, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Tiffany. <laughs>